In the beginning, there was nothing. Then there were comic books. Once you enter our world, there is no escape. Comic exposure begins in 3, 2, 1. Welcome to the Comic Exposure Podcast. My name is Josh Buckley, and my podcast pal is the one, the only. What up, danger? Travis Rats here. <laughs> uh, welcome to the show, folks, where Travis and I, uh, we will dive into comic books and graphic novels in trades on some episodes and other episodes like this one today, the variant edition. Travis and I are just going to shoot the crap about what, what we've been watching in pop culture, what we've been looking at, what's been hitting the movie theater and the TVs and all that stuff, because it doesn't stop coming, Travis. It, don't, it doesn't stop coming, and it just keeps coming. Whatever that. What's that? Uh, I know. I know you were reaching for like an early 90s. Yeah. Don't stop. I was thinking more. Years, don't stop. Do you get enough? I say, Paul. Yeah. With that, Paul, I, the, I, I, this, it's like being waterboarded with uh, the amount of TV shows <laughs> coming out right now. No, don't get us wrong. Don't get us we wrong. like this stuff. But it I like feels like we're being waterboarded. <laughs> uh, maybe a little, a little too much. Uh, so we have a lot of stuff we're going to talk about. We we took uh, you know a, a good chunk of the summer off. Our last uh, episode, we did a graphic novel, uh, but we didn't get to talk about stuff that came out this summer. And we might be late to the party, but you know what? We don't care. We don't care. And let's yeah, like yeah, we just don't. Should we? Should we uh, so one of the parties yeah. that happened this summer was there was this big old Thor party. Yeah, there was a big old Thor party. And uh, speaking of Thor parties, there have to be at least 100 people across the world whose job it is to dress up in a Thor costume and go to kids' birthday parties. I would assume there's a lot of Thors at kids' birthday parties. I imagine every major city has a guy who will come to your party dressed as Thor. Do you think there's more Captain Americas, more Thors, more Black mm. Widows? Like, who's, who's, who's getting the most work? If you can only afford one Avenger. I think it's probably Cap and Iron Man. Right. If you've got a good Iron Man suit, you don't have to look ripped, right? Because the suit covers it for you. Right. So if you've got a good Iron Man suit, if you can, if you like forked over the cash for it, you're probably good. That's true. And you have a helmet too. So you don't even have to take that thing off. It's going to be more, it's going to be more uncomfortable. You don't have to look like Tony Stark at all. You could be me. Uh, and you'd be fine. You, you could, could pull just, off a Tony Stark. I'd have to you, shave my shave, beard in yeah, a really you weird, some, you gotta do some really weird stuff, pattern. But I mean, it's your a, job. A kid yesterday at lunch said I looked like a Doctor Strange, and yeah. I am getting a little—I'm getting a little gray in the temple, so I can see it. But people are strange when you're a doctor, I, right? Uh, but not, not, not a fan of. I, I guess like Benedict Cumberbatch and I, Cumberbatch and I both don't have chins. So it kind of it kind of works in our favor. That's why the beard. Um, so get that. That's beard. why I have a beard. That's why I have a beard. Uh, yeah. So let's talk Thor, my man. Um, what did what did you what? So this took two big stories, two big recent Thor stories, smushed them together, and said, "Here, here is this thing." I liked both of those runs. We love that God uh, bomb yeah. uh, run. The God butcher, God butcher, yeah, God the, bomb, yeah. whatever they they call that run. Uh, yeah, that was great. 
Yeah. And uh, the Jane Foster is Thor was a really good story too. I enjoyed that one. I have the first issue. Like I have those in like single issues. That, yeah. That, it's so that cool Jane to Foster see like, that Jason Aaron just be like, right. Commodified and, and just thrown <laughs> on screen. Right. But I, I think it suffers and I don't want to get like too poopy about it. Cause I, I don't like to do that, but I think it suffers from the same thing that, um, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 2 suffered from. They mm. lean, we leaned in too much to the funny. We leaned into the funny just like, just, just a, a skosh too much. You pull it back a little bit, and I think it would have been a really, I think I would have, I liked, don't get me wrong, I liked the movie. It was fun. It was a fun movie. But out of the Thor movies, not my favorite. Are you ranking it the last of the fourth Thor? No, I think it's better than the first Thor, but it's probably I like I like Dark World. Uh-huh. I'm a, I'm a weirdo, so I think it goes like Ragnarok, Ragnarok, Dark World, this one, then the first Thor. Okay. No, but, I get that. That seems to be the that seems what people people are saying. You know, it's just a little too silly uh, on there, and not not a lot. But just a little too silly just, I mean, because like, Ragnarok, is, Ragnarok is silly, but Ragnarok it has silly. that driving kind of tension within the plot. And there's, you know, I mean, Asgard's destroyed at the end of that thing. It is, right? So Asgard is destroyed at the end of it. There's the, like, his sister isn't funny, right? Hela is not a funny yeah. character, right? It just felt like even Gore, the God Butcher, was a little silly. But oh. hell if it wasn't really good acting, yeah, right? You oh, mean, he's in that I, cage, and he's telling the yes. kids that story, and yeah. like eating, and oh god, yeah, it was I, great, I, but it felt a little too silly. I didn't have a problem with the silliness. I quite enjoyed it, uh, but I also went to go see it uh, when I was visiting a, a friend in Utah, and so I hadn't gone and seen a Marvel movie with with a buddy in a long time. Yeah, so there was that aspect to it, which I think lends to let's just sit and watch some jokes. Uh, I, I I didn't when I was watching it. And saw the jokes. I'm like, oh, this is pretty funny. It's kind of continuing with with Ragnarok. It feels like yeah. Taika Waititi, but right. I didn't realize the back. I'm like, oh, people are gonna like this movie. I didn't realize the backlash of silliness was gonna get because that is oh, the it was really that happy. is the critique. Yeah, and I and I I'm gonna say it. I don't hate the movie. I, I had a ton of fun watching it. It was fun. When I left the theater, I was like, oh, that was a fun movie. But then when I when I start to process like, what does it do? So I think my problem might be like, what are we doing with Marvel movies right now? Right. They seem so like they're, I don't know what's driving it. Right. And so when we have a giant reveal at the end with eternity mm-hmm. and you're like, that's a giant thing. Mm-hmm. That's a, that's a giant cosmic piece of mm-hmm. Marvel. And then like, is that his adopted daughter now? Is she eternity as a, living embodiment yeah right because she has that power that's cool but what i'm just curious like what does that do and maybe that's my bad is i want the i want the connective tissue but i don't think it's there right now well that that we always talk about you know the uh the sandbox right pulling all your toys out and putting them on the sandbox yeah we're not the creators of this analogy but we sure do lean on it a lot and uh i 
think that during those first couple of phases of Marvel, when we bring a new toy into the sandbox, we played with it for a little bit before bringing in the next one. And now it's just like we're pulling these things out of the package. Oh, look at this. Oh, oh it's like a kid. It's like the Christmas toy morning, you know, <laughs> yeah. as opposed yeah. to the birthday toy where you get two of them. And you're like, I got to make these last. Uh, yeah. And I, I, I don't feel that. We're, we're bringing on, I mean, think about how many people, how many new characters got brought in with the Eternals. Not only right. in the movie itself, but in the, the post-credit sequence. <laughs> right, the post-credit sequence. Yeah, Black Knight, you got, you know, Star Fox, yeah. you got all these characters within 10 minutes at the end. Yeah, I, f- I feel like, I, I, right now, I feel like if you think of old, the older um, the older movies, we had to prove that they were Marvel. So you had to like name drop Captain America in it, or you had to like go, you had to like throw in another character. So we knew that it was all in the same world. And I guess we don't need to do that. And I guess the guardians of the galaxy were in the beginning of this. Right. Um, but I don't know why they were in the beginning of it. It didn't really. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like I know that he left with them. And so like, okay, they have to like, otherwise we have the to tell you why. At all. Yeah. Otherwise we have to tell you why he's not with them. But it felt very like, well, why? What happened when he was with them? (laughs) You know, I I felt like there's like we're at this part right now where there's parts of the story that are missing. Yeah, and I think I I think that leads to a conversation about something that the first episode just aired. All right, are you, what anything else you want to say about Thor before? No, I just think that I think this is a good way to transition to the next one because we had two big. You talked about like the kind of silliness of Marvel. We had two big Marvel shows come out on Disney Plus that lean yeah. heavily into silly, Miss Marvel and uh, uh, She-Hulk. Right. Uh, yeah. uh, so do you think that that kind of silliness is more acceptable in the Disney Plus show? Uh, I, think it's, I think it's different when the character is framed that way from the, the, the beginning, piece yeah. that it's in is framed that way from the beginning, right? Mm-hmm. So we recently, in the Buckley household, we are making our way through the Marvel movies again in, like, timeline. In like oh, my crime, God, that's, time, such, that's such a much, a huge, a, a large event, huge. even than it was, like, remember, the big thing was before <laughs> Endgame, right? Then yes. you go through them all. Yeah. But even since then, it's like another right. 12 hours, probably, right? So we're, we're at, we just made it through Spider-Man No Way Home. Oh, God, I and forgot so, about the Spider-Mans. So, <laughs> I was yeah. thinking about that in my head real quick. I'm like, well, you got like Shang-Chi and you got the Strange yeah. and the Eternals and oh, so Spider-Man. We, we just did Spider-Man. So we're doing it in, in timeline order. So like we watched Captain America first because you watch it in the mm. order that they happen in universe. Right. Um, and so we just watched we, we, Black Widow is the next one. And so I watched, I rewatched the original Thor and Thor. Um, Dark world. The dark world. And I just like when I think about it, like that character took such a big shift mm-hmm. and the way he behaves and, and, and who he is. And Ragnarok was sort of this middle ground, right? Because then he gets reined back in and is super serious, um, one eyed Thor, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and then we make him chubby Thor. And that's mm-hmm. kind of funny, but he still kicks ass and he's upset and he's angry. And then we go back to a very sort of like silly Thor. So it's just, I feel like Thor is this character where every movie he's different. 
and it's hard to gauge like who he is as a character. Yeah, I, I, I will say one more thing about Thor. I want to say what I what I liked about it, mm-hmm. um, and then we can. I want to talk to you about those other two shows that I mentioned. Uh, yeah. Is I I super maybe it's just where I am at thirty eight years old in my life. Um, I love the relationship. Uh, struggles that Thor is going through the going yeah. back to the ex-girlfriend the reconnection I thought I thought I guess I haven't heard anyone say like oh there's no chemistry there's a lot of chemistry I thought the chemistry between Hemsworth and Natalie Portman was was there I don't think that they got enough to, uh, Natalie Portman's character got developed enough on there and I, I understand yeah. that critique because it is a comedy it's like hitting those comedic beats but there were some mo- moments that I felt really touching like I, I thought it was. I really liked that sort of romantic comedy piece. Of yes, it, right? like that that section. I think that's. I think that's where I wanted the whole movie to be. Right when they're on the boat together. Mm-hmm. Right. I really think that I would have. I think that there's just a. There was a lot going on in that story. Yeah. Um. There was sort of like the introduction of the pantheon of gods, which didn't really have a like. We just did it, and then they didn't help out, so they were just there. Right. Right. And then we had Gore, and we had Natalie. We had, you know, Jane Foster, Thor. Um, and so it felt like three things we were pushing into this film when I think had you sat with any one of them, right? right. Or had you not had um, a, one of those being a part, you could have spent more time. It was also a really short movie. Right. Well, you know, you know Taika Waititi, when you look at his, his catalog, what he does is coming-of-age stories. And when you think mm-hmm. about Ragnarok, it really is a coming of age for Thor. Right. That's yeah. where he becomes a boy, becomes a man. And, you know, that is Jojo Rabbit. That is a, the movie Boy. That is Hunt for the Wilder uh, People or whatever it is. Yeah. Like just, just about every dang thing he does is coming of age. This isn't. Uh, and so not only is it his kind of wacky comedy put onto a Marvel movie, which worked in Ragnarok, but now he's he's exploring a whole different theme, and I don't know if maybe he knew quite how to give it a beat, but I, I would be excited from the parts that I saw about a, his romantic comedy. I would love just a straight-up Taika Waititi, non-Marvel romantic comedy. I think it'd be good. I think, yeah. I think, I think if they leaned into that a little more, it would have been something that Marvel hasn't done yet. Yeah. Right? And sort of really explored that relationship part of it. And I think had you taken out sort of I mean, Thor has become, I mean, even if you think of that first Thor movie, you have the Warriors, you have Lady Sif and the Warriors 3, like you get that sort of grouping. And then in two, there's a lot of him and Loki, Mm -hmm. right? And so you get that. And then in Ragnarok, it is again, that sort of team movie. So we Uh, don't get a Thor. Thor Yeah, yeah. you don't get that. You don't get that Thor. There's never really a Thor by himself movie. Mm -hmm. And I think it could have been a really interesting way to go like, let's do Thor and Jane Foster. And let's explore what that looks like. I think that would have been cool. But again, I don't want to hate on the movie. I didn't hate it. It was fun. I enjoyed it. I had my popcorn, my soda, my red vines. I was Mm -hmm. stoked to go see it in the theater. It just... I don't know. It would just seem there was just something missing in it for me. Yeah. I've only seen it once. I'm, I'm going to watch it again because I think because it's a, a slapstick comedy in a lot of ways, you can watch it. And it's two hours. Yeah. Hey, Marvel, runtime, chef's kiss. <laughs> Keep it under two hours, baby. Uh, so, yeah. um, She-Hulk. Let's talk about the, let's go yeah. from the, the most uh, far, furthest away <laughs> of the summer to, the most, to recent. most recent. She-Hulk, did you watch it this week, Josh? Yes, I did. I, we watched it uh, Thursday night. So we watched it Thursday night. Um, and I'm like of two minds about it. 
Were you going into it? Were you expecting much from it from the trailers and things? So I, I mean, you know, everybody was kind of peeved about the CGI when it first, like when that trailer first came out. People were like, "Oh, the CGI is so bad." I'm like, "Yeah, man, it's it's a Hulk. You, if you had to do a whole TV show of Hulk where it's CGI, that's like a whole show. Like it's him as the character when he's like in the background of Avengers. Of course, it looks fine. He's in the background somewhere. He's not close up talking to you, right?" Mm-hmm. So I can like I wasn't bothered by that. And I think whenever we're just going to go like it's a giant green person on screen, like you can't it's not going to look like just you painted me green and put me on screen. Right. Yeah. It's, it's, it's different. Right. I honestly thought um, on the show I didn't I didn't have any really. No, I thought I, I, I liked it. Um, I think for a first episode, um, it was too much. I think we're suffering from this thing of like, well, we have to explain. And there was too much explaining to me about like how she, I, I think they didn't want her to be a, um, the mo- they, they didn't want her off the bat to be like, Oh, she's Hulk. You didn't know about her. She is. So we got to explain to you how she hung out with Bruce. And then also it lets you have Bruce there. It lets you have Hulk in a TV show for an hour. Yeah. Um, so I don't think he'll be as big of a part moving forward. Maybe he will. I don't know, but it felt like, Oh, we got to make sure people see Hulk. So they know, that it's that well, he was all over in. those post credit artwork, which is beautiful. Like, I was trying to look yeah. up who did that post credit artwork. I think I was like, is this the cover artist who did the the She Hulk run that we loved? Oh, um, it, it uh, might... Kevin Wada. Uh, Wada, yeah, yeah. I don't know if I, it, it did the art artwork that they showed did really look the watercolor. Like, it did look like it looked it, like Kevin it either Wada was homage to him, yeah, you know, because it felt a lot like that. Um, but yeah, Hulk was all over that, so it's just it was. Yeah, the Hulk's gonna. Hey, hey, boys! This yeah. ain't this ain't your mama's She-Hulk. Uh, we got some Hulk in here for you. <laughs> yeah, I, fe- I felt like it was it. What I think for me, I think I just I'm okay with it being this sort of goofy legal drama, and I didn't need the giant Hulk explanation. Mm. <laughs> um, like I, I think okay, that's how she got her powers. I think you could have done that in like five minutes. And then just got into it. But like, it's a TV show and it's five episodes, right? Is that what it's going to be? Five or six oh, episodes? Oh, I didn't know. I thought it was I, be like six at least. Uh, so I feel like you have five hours of television. So, okay. Like, it's not like a movie. In a movie, it would have been five minutes and we would have we would have moved on. But you can spend more time in it in TV. So maybe that's why. What they should have um, done is just watch the first episode of Alec McBeal. Uh, and then just mimicked the beats, right? The beats to it. Like she comes in, there's a dancing little Hulk baby. Uh, <laughs> but that, when you were talking about like you want the legal, like yeah. the legal humor, me too. I, I, I can't wait to see. Like I apparently she's probably going to defend the abomination. It sounds like there's going to be yeah. something with that from the, the trailers. And that's kind of what I want. I liked Alec McBeal. I watch yeah, all the I, I watch all look, the seasons, baby. <laughs> I, I think I think it's something we can that we haven't. So when I think about some of my, uh, what I like about comic books is that you can explore those weird things, right? Like people are kind of so what they've said. I mean, we're gonna get Daredevil in this because he's mm-hmm. a lawyer, right? We're gonna get Daredevil's gonna show up in this. I'm stoked to see the red and yellow costume. I think it's gonna be cool. But people are like, it's not gonna be the serious Netflix Daredevil, and I'm like, good. We have that Daredevil. The thing I love about comics is you can do this silly, irreverent take on it 
And then someone else can do a really like someone can do a serious one. Someone can do kind of a silly. Yeah, was well, it everyone it? got so upset? Remember when Kevin Smith had Batman piss himself? <laughs> you know. Yeah, but Batman I think doesn't I, pee himself. Well, he does when this guy writes him. <laughs> so I think I'm just I am um, I it set up enough for me where I'm like, okay, let's go. I want the next episode because I want to know. I want to know what's happening, and I didn't find out what hap- what's happening. I found out what happened yeah i i quite enjoyed it i didn't i I didn't go into it with any expectations in fact i kind of watched it on a lark i was like oh it's a half an hour you know it's i I kind of put it on just to kind of uh wash the day off me and i i found i quite liked it i liked i think i also liked that environment like they were in where they were training like on that beach and (laughs) i like the dynamic between them i think she's doing really well as you know the She-Hulk, there is a lot of like, wait, but how can two people be one? Like, we get it, we get it, we get it. Like, there's a lot of like, but you're breaking well, the rules of the Hulk. Hulk. I think yeah. that might be later a trope or a theme that that appears through this is, hey, you know, um, just because you've gone uh, through something doesn't mean that everyone who goes through that is going to feel the same way. Right. I also, I also think like we have to... I think for the sake of people who have seen just the movies and who've never read, have never read any of the She-Hulk comic books, you have to explain why it took Hulk 15 years of movies to get to smart Hulk. And then Jennifer just gets to be She-Hulk, right? Because I like, because otherwise you're like, well, how come she's not raging across the city? Right. That's what Hulks do. Right. Uh, I, 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 I'm all for, you know, what's going on, but there was that line, like we, I was cool with that. The, the verbal justification of, because I'm a woman and I have to deal with anger more than men on a daily basis. I was like, Oh God. I was like, no, 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 no. We're now we're going into the other, uh, the other side. This is not, this is not a solution to this, this, this I, problem. I, I didn't have a problem. Cause I like, I get it. Like I understand the concept of like, I can't lash out. Right. Because if I lash out, I'm, I, I really like, they should just own it and be like, cause I'm called a bitch if I do that. Right. Yeah, and I yeah, think yeah. you, you should have just leaned in and said it. Right. But yeah, Marvel show on yeah. Disney plus, maybe we can't, uh, but they did talk about captain America having sex. So I'm a little like, like after captain the America. credits when the kids were yeah. uh, turned tuned off. Right. Yeah. But I, well, they did talk about it. I mean, they hinted at it. Oh right? yes, like, that's true. Yeah. The timeline of like, look, he goes in as a teenager and he goes right to war and you know what I mean? But I, I, I thought it was funny. Um, I like the fourth wall breaking. I know that there are probably nerds out there or not nerds. Uh, there are probably people who are like, that's what Deadpool does. But she Hulk did that forever. Yeah. Like, that's you know who does did. that too? People in Shakespeare plays. <laughs> it's not new. It's, it's not new. You talk to the audience, uh, but I, I enjoyed it for a first for a first episode. Um, I'll be interested to see where it goes. I feel like it's ripe for it's the type of show that's ripe for the guest star, and I love that idea of like on this episode of you know this special mm-hmm. episode of She Hulk. Here's our character who's pop. I think it allows you to do that because it's that courtroom drama, mm-hmm. right? So I think it lets you play with that, like who's the guest star, and I really like the idea. And we've talked about this before, like. I want the sort of like nuts and bolts comic book or show that tells us like, well, what does happen 
when Captain America destroys someone's car. Like, who pays for that, right? right. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What's the legal ramification of that? I'm interested. I, I also, what tickles my uh, uh, teenage comic book bone is seeing Hulks in casual wear and different, like, T-shirts and hoodies. And, like, <laughs> I just... I remember as a kid growing up, every now and then you see a panel of like the Hulk and Wolverine hanging out and the Hulk's got like a, you know, like a hockey jersey on or like something weird. And yeah, I mean, I'd love to see a Mr. Fix-It. I mean, come on, who wouldn't want to see a Mr. Fix-It? But um, I I love, I'm like, put Hulk, like I want to, I want to Barbie up my Hulk. I just want to see him in different (laughs) things. Yeah, I do like I I did like the I did like the scene where she changes in the courtroom. I like this idea of like no like only a couple people know that she's Hulk, that she's she Hulk, right? And so like in the courtroom, like her her like partner's like, come on, you got you gotta do it. And she's like, Do I? I don't do I? I love this outfit. <laughs> now I I didn't even look it I up. Was and funny. I, I didn't look it up and I know people are like, What you have a comic book podcast? Who's the person who's supposed to to who came in to the courtroom? I'm sure it was I don't like some like Z level character. I don't know. I don't know who it is, but I love that actress. She was the she's in um, uh, the Good Place. Yeah, so she's great. So yeah. I'm excited if she's like a continual, you know, that she's a foil throughout. I think she's kind of a fun. She's a great actress. So I think yeah. she'd be, you know, kind of silly, but also you know she does she did that really well in the Good Place. So um, all right. Uh, Miss Marvel, what'd you think? Just overall, I don't want to spend. I, a whole I didn't. Lot of time I on didn't it. watch. I only watched the first. Oh, episode. you didn't watch it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think you should. Wa- I think you should watch it. I heard it. I, 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 think... got, I, I got no. I got no problem with it. I just didn't watch it. I. You, I love. I, I love the style. You did move across yeah. the world. Again. I could have, but I, I was a lot of. I had a thirty-eight hour airplane flight, Josh. Yeah. I could have. I could have done it. I'm not. I'm. I'm yeah. to blame. Not Miss Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know what? I. I liked it. Um, I'm interested to see. We did talk about this last it, time because I remember us saying like, I really love the mom. And I can yeah. just give me give me a whole oh, show right. of just that's the right. mom. We did watch. Thing. We did talk yeah. about that first episode. I just want to know what it means, and I think that's where I'm at with Marvel right now. Like, what does it mean? What does it all mean? Where does it connect? But are we when we say that? Are we falling into? Because that's what that's what I'm we stopped into, liking I'm about falling Ka- into Ka- continuity, yeah. and we had I'm falling into the trap. We don't, we don't need that in our comics anymore. Like you and no. I are very anti not anti continuity, but we don't need it. No. But I think because it's been said, and I guess that I guess I am just being counter to myself that, um, but they're in a shared universe. So how are they connected is what I want to know. When I read, like when I go read a black label DC book, I know it's not connected, so I don't care. Yeah. Right. Um, but if it's in the shared universe, what's going on? man? I also, right? I also want to maybe Josh. Maybe yeah. we've been like been really okay with our comics not having continuity because for the last fifteen years our movies have. So we've been getting that yeah. fix. Like Maybe. we don't need it from our comics because Marvel Studios has been doing it so well. Yeah. Uh, and so now we're like, where do we get that continuity fix, baby? Right. Where do we get that continuity right. fix? Sand- let's let's, let's, let's switch gears. Sandman. Yeah. So Sandman. First of all, I gotta say, between Stranger Things, Metallica, Sandman. And then Neil Gaiman's Sandman. Sandman's are having a hell of a summer. He is. He Sandman's is a a... like, uh, I think we should bring back. Why isn't that the theme to the movie? I don't know. I think uh, Adam Sandler could probably have a good movie. Uh, he's yeah, right for a Sandman movie, you know? Um, well, maybe maybe he'll be, a, they just dropped another two episodes, right? Or an episode and a half or something like that. I don't know. Like a spe- a very special Sandman. Yeah, I think uh, Showtime at the Apollo, the Sandman. 
<laughs> probably has is probably he's right for a comeback on this he, one. I, he's gonna sing on the next Cure album. It's gonna be really good. Just sweeps uh, up the Sandman from uh, Spider Man after he gets yeah. blown apart. What, do you, uh, what so, are your thoughts on? Uh, I know we we've done game uh, gaming before, Neil before. We did uh, how to talk to girls uh, at parties. How to talk to girls at parties. Uh, yeah. And I think he he might have wrote a couple of the issues on Lucifer. I know. Uh, maybe it comes it comes from his world right from like his world. i don't book. know if he did like a guest spot on that or not maybe not i think that was uh, all ennis and... yeah i think it's all ennis so for me i'm gonna i'm gonna come right out uh i actually i want to let i want to let you first because you and i have both talked about trying to read the sandman comic right and how you made it through volume one right i made it through issue one okay. um before i was like i can't I I just, I can't, I couldn't do it. Um, But you then listened to the audio play Mm -hmm. of it Mm -hmm. and you watched the whole series on Netflix. How are you on, what are you feeling about your, your game and intake, your Sandman intake? Where, how do you think the book compares to the audio play compares to the Netflix series? Well, this is, this is what I think is kind of why I'm fascinated about this. You've got your Sandman three ways, right? It's like you, you went, you went to a restaurant and you're like, I'll have, I'll have the shrimp three ways. You got your 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 uh, surf and surf and surf. Fest. You got your shrimp fest at at Red Lobster. They gave it to you scampi. They gave it to you like grilled. They gave it to you yeah. uh, battered. That's what's, good. What's your what's your excellent one analogy? Uh, so that was kind of what I uh, uh, I've liked about this whole thing because it's it's probably been. Th- I probably read the first volume about three years ago. Again, something that was always in the background. Yeah, I was, I'm, a I'm a dark horse. I'm a dark horse boy. I don't want to grow up. I'm a dark horse boy, and so, but that was always something I steered away from. And I remember, kind of, I'd always go to the bookstore and I'd pull that first volume of Sandman and I look through it. I'm just like, oh, it's so I mean, gothic. It's so this. I don't know if this is my thing. And then, and we've, I mean, like for Vertigo, like you like, yeah, Vertigo. Uh, sorry, not dark, dark horse, horse. But I, I'm a Vertigo I mean, boy. You know what I mean? Like we've done. What's the one that we did? The We've done a couple Vertigo things. Oh, it's uh, my, it's my favorite the, label, <clears throat> right? Like you are, you love Why the Last Man, Preacher, Why, right? Um, uh, Metropolitan, Lucifer, right? Metropolitan. Yeah, I mean these these are, these are the books that get to my soul, Josh. Um, right, and so you read Volume Three or Volume One three years ago. What did you think when you read that? Where were you at? And I I, I saw in that. Neil Gaiman. I saw like this is this is a young writer at that time who's got this epic story and he is telling it in these parts that feel very new and fresh because each issue in that first volume is very episodic. It fits well into like a book chapter or it fits well into an episode. And they they go together, but they can also almost be read as separate pieces. There's almost uh if you watch the series or read the book, you can pull an issue out. It's the first volume of Sandman is very much, it doesn't bleed together. You can be like, Oh, issue three uh, of Sandman is one of the best comics ever written. Issue seven of Sandman is one of the best. That's the one where the two talk over history, or this is the one where a young death, uh, uh, a young girl uh, who's, playing death takes her brother dream uh, as she picks up collects these souls and none of them have to do with this large overarching story that Sandman becomes but it's like this uh exposition 
short story series where yeah. you can love one issue and then hate the next issue, and there's a loose tangential tie that ties them all together. Um, and so I really love that. It feels more like an anthology than it does the beginning of a series. And that, to uh-huh. me, that screams uh, game into me uh, when we look at, you know, some of the other anthology stuff he's done. And I'm back and forth with the guy. Uh, I always, like, uh, Bad Omens or uh, uh, American Gods or The Graveyard Book, um, uh, Stardust, I always start them, and I'm always like, this is good, but it's never... There's something I, I like. He's a great writer. He's a great storyteller. I've watched his masterclass where he talks about like how to write fiction, and I'm like, this guy knows what he's talking about. But there yeah. is a disconnect that doesn't make me num, 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 eat it all up. Yeah, I, you know, I. So I, <clears throat> just like you, I had that that hole in my comic book heart. Right, I never read Sandman. I wasn't the right age when it was at Vertigo. And then it wasn't really like, it wasn't like, like, I know why I like, I know why you read Preacher at the age you read Preacher, right? Like it's violence. Why is the only and, age you should read Preacher? Right. And, <laughs> but, but it would have been the wrong, it would like, I know Sandman would have connected with me at that yeah. time. Right. And so I'm like, okay, I'm an adult. I missed that part of comic book. And then I didn't read it when I was in my twenties, when I probably should have read Sandman. You weren't into the cure. Right. And, and I like, honestly, as uh, trying to read it as a 40 year old man, I, I go like, oh, I probably should have read this in my 20s. Mm-hmm. Right. Not because of ultra violence, because I would have been I would have like been able to stick pessimistic around. like and more... oh, well, pessimistic. And also I could feel good about having read it. I'd have yes. been like, well, I've I've read Sandman. I could have been pretentious about having read this piece of art. And now at 40, I'm like. I read the first issue and I'm like, I can't read this much exposition. I'm not like, there wasn't anything that was also that was, art. You just mentioned right. art. Like uh, the style. Yeah, I'm, it's very vertigo. It's very vertigo yeah. house. It's not my cup of tea always. Um, and it, I mean, you know, it, I've having read, you know, Constantine from that era and having read like animal man from that time and having read a couple different things that are all very much that sort of same artwork right the hellblazer stuff from then um the story really has to get me for me to get over that sort of like weird vertigo house style Mm -hmm. um and i just i couldn't get past the past the first volume i never listened to the audio play everyone told me it was good yeah you said it was good i had another friend who said you should have you read the book i liked it i liked it better than the book than the the, i mean Uh, i liked it better than the comic yeah so i you know and then Gabby and I watched the first episode and it was so long and it was very, very boring and slow. You can't see Josh's face right now, but it's like, he's reliving it in his head. I am. And and I've never seen him so sad. I was, I was just like, I was just like, okay, I get it. He's in a glass box. Why isn't, why are we in a glass box for a whole hour? And it felt like a whole lot of setup, but no world, no world building. Just mm-hmm. setting up characters, right? Mm-hmm. But a character who dies. And I'm just like waiting for it. And then it ends. And Gabby Gabby looks at me and she goes like, what, what happened? 
I'm like, yeah. well, he got out of the box that he got in at the beginning of the hour long episode. Right. <laughs> so like, and then, so last night we watched episode two because at the end of episode one, they do the pitch for the rest of the season. They give you the preview and there's a pumpkin headed guy. And then there's a Raven who's swearing at you as Patton Oswald. And it seems like, oh, it's bright. And there's a little more going on. All right. So last night we go, Renner is uh, at grandma and grandpa's house. We go to get dinner. We go to the keg. We get steak. We get home. It's like 7.30, right? We're like, all right, let's watch it. It's only half an hour. Let's try episode two. Episode two, equally as boring and equally as set up. I like, okay, it took a half an hour. He's maybe got part of his powers back. There was a dragon this time. So I guess there was something going on, but nothing happened again for Mm -hmm. a half an hour. And I just feel like, I don't know that I can, is it 10 episodes? I don't know that I can watch 10 episodes. Yeah. If nothing's nothing's gonna happen. I felt like you could have made an, you could have taken that half an hour. He got his power back and his, and the hour long episode and made it one hour. Yeah. And I would have, I would have been like, okay, cool. I'd set everything up. Let's do this. But I yeah, feel like I mean that's the episodes. issues. It's following the issues, you know, and um, I know. good or bad, you know, and then and they'll have that on there. I get that. I get that. I think that I like the series I more like than it. the book. I, I like, like the it. book more than the the comic. So I've progressively liked what he's done with right. the story as it goes through. I mean, he's just lived with it for so long, um, and so I like to. I mean, it's not. It's not a Stranger Things to me. It's not like <laughs> right. a. I don't. I don't think about this when I'm in the bathtub, being like, "Am I going to watch episode three? <laughs> Probably, because I. I want. I want to know yeah. why. Because literally on Twitter, all these people I know and people that I follow are like, "It's such great television," and I'm like, "I don't. I haven't seen it yet, but I want. I, I want to see it. I think if you watch episode three and you still don't like it, you will not like it. I think okay. episode three, you start to get into more of kind of seeing how the pieces, like you have to put the quest together and you don't really have quite enough in the first two issues. That's what I feel like. So I know he's searching for his three things, right? Right. He needs the helm. He needs the jewel. He needs the sand. And I get it. Road trip to find him. It feels very, it feels very D&D. Like, all right, you're I'm missing. Okay. Yeah. And I'm okay with that. Yeah. And it feels like this was the three hour session where we make our characters. That's what I feel like I just went yeah. through. And it feels like, well, it's too much of that. I don't, I don't need, I don't need to know that dude's dad was an asshole. And then the mom that he knocked up when he was way too old, like, I get it. You could, she yeah. could have taken this stuff and run. I didn't need yeah, 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 the, yeah. The non-orgy scene where I'm like, are, shouldn't they be having a weird, bizarre orgy at this party? We're not getting that. It feels like <laughs> that should be happening, but it didn't. Okay, all right, whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, well, he makes some interesting choices too. I heard him on an interview uh, with uh, Mark Maron, and he was talking about, of course, now with like open casting. Like he really sat yeah. down and be like, doesn't matter if this person's old, doesn't matter if they're young, doesn't matter if they're black or white or male or female. And he says right. there's only a couple instances where. He felt like it really did contribute to the character. Uh, one of the biggest changes is John Constantine is Joanne Constantine. Oh, I haven't, so I haven't even got there yet. Yes. Uh, there is, in that first run of Sandman, one whole issue is Constantine is the major character in it. He helps the Sandman on his quest to get one of his items. And um, so you'll see that next. Yeah. Um, 
I think. I think you'll see that next. And I was thinking about it. I don't think they necessarily changed him to be a woman, just be a woman. I think they can't use John Constantine since that's a DC license. Mm, I don't know if maybe. Gaiman has that. But I thought it was a pretty good job. I did. I do miss the the trench jacket, <laughs> the cigarette, Smoking. the sting. Yeah. I mean, but uh, yeah, so there's some interesting changes in there. But I don't hold it against anyone who doesn't like Sandman because I am... I've seen it in three different ways now, and I still don't... I, I guess the question comes, now I've seen it in three different ways, and I know the beats of the story in three different mediums. Will I go back to the comics and read ahead? And am well, I compelled a- to do that? And I haven't done it, so the answer is no. I am not compelled to do that right, so as of right now. I was hoping like, okay, I tried to read it because I knew the show was coming. I knew I had this hole. I'm like, okay, I'm going to try to read it. It was probably about a year and a half ago when I tried to read it. I downloaded it. It was cheap on Comixology yeah. Volume 1. Um, I was like, okay, let's just try Let's just, just try to do it. And you know me. I will read through things because I want to know. I want to know, right? Like I like literally, I just mentioned this. I did a whole giant run of Animal Man, right? I did... Uh, Legion of Doom, I like, or not Legion of Doom, uh, Doom Squad. And I read all of these different things because I like, I want to know these sort of pillars of sort of 80s, 90s comic book stuff like I missed out on. Um, I kind of want to know, right? And even if I don't love, even if I don't love the art, I kind of want to dive into it. We read that old Blade, right? And I was mm-hmm. like, eh, let's read it. What the heck? Why not? Um, and I just, I tried, but I, I, and maybe I didn't, maybe I was in the wrong place to read it. Maybe I need to go back and read it. But I thought watching the show, I'd be like, okay, this is, this is what people like about the comic book, but I didn't get that out of the first two episodes. So I think I'm going to give it one more shot with episode three and be like, okay, I I'm in or not. So I think so. I think, I think three episodes, I think three episodes of any show is it's, I think it's plenty of enough time to, to let the creator be like, Hey, this is your story. Rule number one of storytelling, hook your audience in. And if you give someone, you know, three hours to do it and they don't do it, it's just not <laughs> your thing, man. Right, right. And that's fine. I'm okay yeah. with that. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna be the comic book guy who gets to say, like, eh, I don't really like Sandman. Yeah. Just like I'm the comic book guy who goes like, well, I think you know, if you do that, you're gonna be like this. Well, have you read it? And, and then like, like well, <laughs> eh, the dark the dark dark night returns is a little wordy. I can be that guy, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd be careful about how many sacred cows that you don't like, Josh. I know. I don't. I didn't really get into preacher. Um, am, am I a comic book person? I don't know. I don't know if I am. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I know. It's hard. It's hard. Um, All right, my man. What do we got left? Let's see. What's on the horizon? Um, that's kind of what I've been uh, watching. Um, I do want to check out, uh, especially since I guess it's uh, only mid. Mid-August, I would say. We're about a month away from our spooky books and our oh, yeah. spooky yeah. shows. I do want to watch that. I heard it's just, just okay. Prey on Hulu. The, oh, the Predator Predator thing. one? I had never... Uh, I was late to the Predator game. I never watched it as a kid. I watched the first Predator maybe five years ago. Oh. Uh, for the first time. Well, classic 80s I, action and, film. And I had seen Alien vs. Predators before that. I love... I, I'm, I don't know love is a strong word, but I really liked... Um, Predators, where Adrian Brody goes to oh, like okay. that planet. Yeah. I thought that was really good. But I had never seen Predator 2 until a month ago. 
with uh oh what's Donald, his name? Danny uh, Glover. Danny Glover, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, where he's in the city? Yeah. The urban jungle, And it's baby. all like a bunch of uh, uh, Caribbean and, and uh, yeah. characters. And I was yeah. like, oh, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I like Predator 2. Too. <laughs> but I like, weird... the, I like the concept of it. I think Predators are really hit or miss movies. I think that it seems like such a no-brainer. Like, how could you not knock it out of the park with a predator movie. And then when I saw the concept to this one, it's like a predator hunting like native Americans. I was like, this is going to be great. So I'm, ex- I'm kind of excited. To see- I might yeah. watch that tonight. I think it's one of those things where like, I mean, it falls into line with so many other things. It's that unstoppable force, right? Right. The, the thing that you can't read it's jaws, right? Yeah, yeah. It's this, this it's Jurassic park. You can't reason with this monster, right? Um, and you just have to find a way to kill it or escape it. And I think that's a really, I mean, it, it is this sort of like force of nature, man versus, you know, man versus the wild sort of tale. Right. Yeah, yeah. I think where it falls apart for me is if we put too much lore into the predator and we yeah. give the predator too much backstory yeah. and we the have to learn was about created to hunt the alien. The, the, yeah. And the universe is the most dangerous. <laughs> and we need like predator history. I don't need that. Yeah. I do like the idea of like, I mean, I haven't watched it, but I do like the idea of like, let's drop Predator into different time periods. Yeah. And like, let's see what happens. Let's drop yeah. a Predator in, in Greece. Right. Yeah. And like, oh, that would actually fight. be pretty dope. Right. <laughs> right. Let's drop the Predator in, uh, you know, Mongol China and like see what happens. Right. Like, why not? Let's, let's drop let's him just in Bethlehem. A- uh, yeah, uh, Jesus <laughs> takes them out, right? Jesus of Nazareth is like, and he just disappears. I don't know. I, I, uh, I'm interested in sort of that. I think that's it. That could really, it feels very comic booky. Yeah. Like, let's just let's just do a series of one Archie predators. versus Predator. I think there was an Archie versus Predator yes. book. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but for me, I'm like, it feels very one shotty. Let's just do a bunch of one shots where we take Predator and yeah. dump them into different Put time periods. Victorian England, right? Yeah. It's Jack not the Jack Ripper the Ripper. Versus, yeah. It's not oh, it's not Jack the Ripper. But it's he's got he's got to have a top hat. Uh he well the drawings of him around town have a top hat. But he doesn't <laughs> really dreadlocks. have dreadlocks. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then of course uh Josh, I think it comes out this weekend uh the the uh long-awaited Game of Thrones prequel. Uh, yes. Is it this House weekend? of Dragons? Is, I think it's House soon. Of, House of House of Dragon, yeah. Um, also coming is uh, Lord of the Rings, the that ring is that a- Amazon is, is that in September? Mm, it's uh, soonish. I don't remember when, okay. but I know I, I'm, I'm much more excited for the Lord of the Rings than I am the Game of Thrones for sure. I I'm curious. Like Game of Thrones ended in such a meh kind yeah. of way that I'm curious. Like, how do we backtrack the meh to to? Uh, but I. Because there's no source material. And so is it going to be good because there's no source of material? Or will it be good because we're not trying to live up to source material? Um, Yeah. It's not... When we look at that world they built, it's not exactly the corner of that house that I want to look into. Yes. Uh, That's like more like a, a, a a little room attached to the garage where I could probably be in the house for a month and not open that door. You uh, could give me like the the water people, right? Yeah. The people. That's where we the, keep the, the water heater, I think. <laughs> but I think if you were gonna if you were gonna give me one, let me explore the Northmen. That'd yeah. be cool. Let me explore 
the the people with the pirate ships, right? The sh- the the navy ones, like yeah, those would be kind of cool things. Like where a pirate show, see, or you like, could see yeah. new aspects of the world that we didn't spend a lot of time in. Yes, right? yes. Um, instead of just going back to the argument over dragons. the throne, yeah, and then it's like dragons. We know how this ends up, but maybe I'm sure there's something to it that that we don't know. Otherwise, yeah, or the show. I got less excited about it when they announced that Jon Snow show. Because I'm like, well, that's that's the one I wanted anyways. Yes. Yeah. So right? I was like, well, I guess I'll watch this House of Dragons because that's, that's all we got. But when they announced right. that Snow's coming out, I'm like, well, maybe I don't need to see House of Dragons because I just want to watch Kit Harrington like, be brooding for an hour a week in the, in uh, the snow. Yes. Uh, I'm in for that because that'll be good. Um, Lord of the Rings, I'm kind of stoked on that. I'm worried that it'll look too pretty mm-hmm. um, because that's what I feel like we're How getting shot, right now. Yeah. Instead of it, because none of the, I mean, like, did they, I, I shouldn't say none of the characters, right? Like Liv Tyler is in, people are pretty in Lord of the Rings, yeah. but they're also covered in dirt a lot. Yeah. yeah. Um, it has and, texture, like texture in the film and the way, like the way special effects were, it was a little more texture. Uh, yeah, there's so a lot of, I, there was a lot of practical effects still, like with the orcs and stuff. Yeah, so I haven't seen a lot of, I haven't, I mean, I've only seen the one trailer for Amazon, so uh, for the Amazon show on Lord of the Rings, but I have, I just finished Two Towers, the extended edition. I'm watching the extended oh, editions right one. now. But both of them are four hours, baby. So wait, I've got, oh, wait, 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 stop right there, Josh. Yeah. Are you telling me yeah. that you are doing a complete Marvel rewatch? Yeah. And on my own time. it with, <laughs> on my own time, because Gabby and Renner care not for Lord of the Rings. So I'm uh, watching. Watching Lord of the Rings by myself, uh, I had I was kind of uh, congested, uh, not COVID. I took a test, um, so I took I have like Mucinex decongestion, right? And like an idiot, I took it before bed. And Mucinex uh, D is it's a hype machine. I was wondering right? why you were uh, post like posting to our Instagram at like four in the morning your time, three in the morning <laughs> your time, uh, because I woke up at one um, and like got out of bed at two. And like went downstairs and watched the second half of uh, Two Towers that I was watching by myself. So um, yeah, so that's where I'm at. So I'm rewatching that just to get me in a get me in the mood. You know, yeah. here's a funny thing, Travis. I've never read Lord of the Rings. I've read The Hobbit many times don't, as hey, a kid. Josh, I don't want you to read it because you already got Dark Knight Returns. You don't like. You don't like the Sandman. <laughs> if you didn't like Lord of the Rings, I think we'd have to stop this podcast. I think that people uh, would revolt. I loved The Hobbit. But I've never read Lord. I think I started reading it, and then I don't know what happened. It was just. I think you would love it. I mean, it's. I probably would. I mean, I like when I read it. I was probably too busy. I was probably too busy to like to like read it. Read it. Uh, Right now, I'm rereading the Two Towers series. They're not the Dark Tower series. I'm rereading. Um, uh, Stephen King. You know, honestly, with this new um show coming out, it might be a good time to start that um that Lord of the Rings series up again. You know what I'm saying? Might be. It might be. All right, man. You could, you got, I'm sure else? there's a great audio book. You could audio book that. There probably is. Yeah. There probably is. Uh, anything else we want to share? Anything else we want to talk about? No, we were just picking up some tidbits today. Yeah, I think yeah. it's also kind of, we were checking out, like, oh, can we, 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 we do a little check on the time to see, like, uh, as yeah. we get situated into this thing, and I'm living in temporary housing, so it's not the most comfortable place to podcast. <laughs> but we're going to keep giving you the goods as yeah. we ingest we've, them. So We've got books coming out. We're ready to go. Uh, we are, we've got spooky book in October. We're looking forward to it. Um, so folks be prepared. We've been keeping up you our know, two weeks. We've been keeping up our yeah, two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. You can, you can find us on the internet at comic We're on all your favorite podcast apps, all that good stuff. 
We want to thank you for tuning in, uh, and we appreciate it. And we'll see you next trade.